Hi, welcome to my podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and I trust that it'll be a blessing to you. I'm Dr. John Cook, your host. We are continuing now our series on Just a Thought on the Book of Revelation. We're now joining Progress, part six of our study on Just a Thought on the Book of Revelation. Now look at Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20. I think here is the most difficult thing to understand in Scripture. Listen to what this verse says. Behold, I, this is Jesus, the head of the church, the lover of the church, the one who loved us and gave himself for us. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. This is Jesus locked out of his own church. Is there anything more difficult to understand than that? I don't think so. But it's nevertheless the truth. He's the one knocking at the door. Jesus is knocking at the door, asking admittance to his church. The church that Ephesians 5.25 tells us that Husbands are to love their wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. This is the church that's supposed to be the house of God. 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 15, Paul says, But if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. This is the church that is called his body in Colossians chapter 1 and verse 24. Listen to what it says. Who now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church. What I'm trying to say is how difficult I find understanding how we could possibly lock the Lord out of his own church. But Revelation 3.20 certainly shows that that is exactly the condition in the church of Laodicea. Jesus is knocking at the door, asking admission to his church, his body, that which he bought and paid for. And you know what he needs? He needs one person to open the door. If any man hear my voice, he says, and open the door, I will come into him. The indication is, is that he comes into that man and fellowships with that man because each man in the church has to make a personal decision. What are you going to do with Jesus who is locked out of his church? Every member of the Laodicean church must make that decision. Are you going to let Jesus in? When Jesus is let into his church, fellowship is restored. That fellowship which is sweet and refreshing and joyous, that fellowship which gives liberty from the slavery of this world and the slavery of sin. But somebody might say, but how can the church be enslaved by the world? The answer is simple. The church is enslaved by the world when it sets out to please the world instead of the Savior. This world is never satisfied until, like the God of this world, the devil, until the Christian and the Lord's church lose their testimony and their effectiveness for the Savior. 
Satan's only desire is to destroy the effectiveness of our testimony for the Savior. While he cannot destroy our soul, he can destroy our testimony. In Revelation chapter 3 and verse 21, Jesus says, To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. This scripture is addressed to the overcomer. To him is made this promise that he will rule and reign with Jesus in his millennial reign. Now we've seen already that we are overcomers in this world by faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. We read that in 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 and 5. Listen to it again. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. Therefore, knowing this scripture, we are not striving to be overcomers. We are already overcomers. But the one spoken of here is the one who must overcome the cold, lackadaisical, moderate church. To overcome that would take a lot of work and a lot of humility. It's one thing for certain. If there is something that men might call a church in the tribulation period, this would be a church that you would hope you wouldn't find. Now, spiritually, we have a devotional thought here. If the Lord is talking to a Christian that is in such miserable condition as the church of Laodicea, then there's certainly a need to overcome. To overcome a poor, wretched, miserable, blind, and naked condition. To go on and serve the Lord. Perhaps he's speaking to such a one. That one being the man who then opens the door and lets Jesus back into his church. The sweet, wonderful fellowship of the Savior is restored. The indifference of the church is removed. That would be a strictly devotional thought, not a doctrinal teaching.